This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Well, defying all the critics uh, who said it couldn't be done, the Trump administration, uh, led by trade negotiator Robert Lighthizer, has renegotiated uh, the NAFTA agreement. The new agreement that will replace it is called the USMCA, the United States, Mexico, and Canada Agreement, and it promises to do a world of good for American workers. Good morning, everybody. I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now, a journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. Well, let's talk about something other than the Kavanaugh confirmation. I know you would think that that's the only thing going on in the world if you watch the mainstream media, but uh, really, uh, despite the fact that uh, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and all of the major news outlets have really adopted the the business model, uh, formerly occupied by the National Enquirer, uh, there really is uh, important news going on in the world. They like to turn a blind eye to it because in almost every measurable um, effort, uh, the Trump administration is winning on behalf of uh, the American people and our nation. They uh, they like to turn a blind eye to that because uh, they're uh, their attempts to minimize and um, mischaracterize the Trump administration's on, uh, um, efforts on behalf of the American people just exposes uh, the establishment for, that for the last uh, 40 years or so have been busy selling out the interests of the American people for their own enrichment. So uh, this last week uh, on Friday, the Trump administration, one day before the expiration, uh, uh, came to an agreement with Canada. Uh, they had already uh, reached an agreement with Mexico uh, to replace NAFTA with this new agreement uh, that uh, fixes many, but not all, uh, sadly, of the defects uh, that were in NAFTA that uh, so devastated American workers. Um, and... It was really an artificial deadline uh, that the Trump administration had given Canada uh, that if they didn't come to an agreement by that date, uh, the last day in September, that the United States uh, and Mexico were going to move on without them. That uh, that really focused the mind of Justin Trudeau and his liberal uh, party in, in Canada and made them make some uh, some major concessions. Uh, but to uh, be honest, the United States made a major concession as well, and we'll get to that. But this, again, uh, was the art of the deal that the uh, president uh, speaks of. I, I know that, uh, uh, you know, if if you were a student of the mainstream media, you would believe that Trump, uh, despite the fact of making billions of dollars and accomplishing uh, developments that nobody else was able to, uh, really isn't a great negotiator. Um, but all of the evidence we've seen so far while he has, he has been president uh, has proven otherwise. One of the things that they keep pointing out is that he's hard on our friends and uh, and friendly toward our enemies. 
again, that's the the art of the deal. Uh, when uh, somebody has, has got you over the barrel, like most of our trading partners have, uh, you can't go in there um, begging for relief. Too much is at stake. They're just not going to move just because you want them to do the right thing. You have to uh, you have to have a stick and a carrot, and in this case, the stick is the uh, huge consumer market that the United States uh, provides uh, to these these trading partners. And uh, and the president pointed out that it's a privilege to do uh, business with the United States, and he's absolutely right. Uh, the United States is by far the largest consumer market uh, and the richest. Uh, consumer market in the world and if you denied access to these markets to our trading partners it is that they who would suffer not the united states the united states could easily fill fill the uh, consumer uh, demand in the united states on its own but once again um to the great uh consternation of the establishment in washington trump has shown that first and foremost he's concerned about american workers and this uh, this new agreement is really a a fundamental turning point in uh, in our trade relationships with the world because it shows uh, that uh, at long last the United States is pro- finally taking its own interests first and foremost. Up until this point, uh, you know, we uh, despite the fact that uh, politicians and especially presidents have paid lip service uh, to uh, renegotiating the the hugely unpopular NAFTA deal that has cost Americans so dearly, uh, they have failed uh, to really uh, follow up on any of that. And that's because their big money campaign donors uh, are are profiting greatly at Americans' expense. Uh, so this, uh, this original NAFTA deal was negotiated under George H.W. Bush, the old man, uh, and then finally implemented in the first year uh, year of the Clinton administration after, by the way, he had ran against NAFTA. Um, d- uh, before the deal, we had a, a modest trade surplus with both Mexico and Canada of about 10 or $20 billion a year. And uh, immediately thereafter, um, we started ru- running up huge, huge trade deficits with both of those countries. I remember growing up in Atlanta, uh, and there were three big car plants in Atlanta and Hapeville, uh, Doraville, and Lakewood um, that, that provided really tens of thousands, probably a hundred uh, or more thousands of, uh, of jobs uh, in the metro area. And those were good middle-class jobs that we, people were able to raise a family on. The, um, the benefit is really uncalculable. Um, they, they provided uh, roofs over Families' heads, food on the table, uh, college uh, tuition, braces on kids' teeth. After NAFTA was implemented, uh, all of those jobs within a very short period of time were gone. It's not that those cars were no longer made or that the American people were no longer buying them. It's just that um, uh, they moved those operations to Canada and Mexico. Uh, where they could do uh, business um, more cheaply because there was no impediment to access to the American market anymore. And it was completely predictable. Ross Perot, in 1992, when he was running um, for president, um, largely in opposition to NAFTA, he, uh, you, you'll remember he, he talked about the giant sucking sound that you would hear of American jobs 
going to Mexico, Mexico and Canada if they pass NAFTA. It's exactly what happened. It's what all the economists uh, predicted would, would happen, except for the, the uh, think tank economists uh, that were paid to say otherwise. And, uh, and all of those jobs at, uh, in the car factories and many other businesses uh, were gone, gone, gone. All of those workers uh, were taken down a notch. Their children were uh, raised, um, you know, hand to mouth. And, uh, and the politicians were never held accountable. So some of the breakthroughs of this new agreement include um, uh, reduced uh, ter- uh, barriers to American farmers and ranchers to, uh, to both Canada and, uh, and Mexico who had been protecting their, uh, their domestic markets. Understandably so, um, and in particular uh, in the auto industry, it's going to require that seventy-five uh, percent of all uh, the parts and materials that are going into uh, automobiles have to come from North America in order for them to uh, advertise themselves as uh, as made in North America and avoid uh, tariffs that uh, that uh, Trump is next eyeing uh, on putting on. Uh, foreign competitors such as uh, Japan, Europe, and uh, and China, if they don't uh, if they don't uh, reform their trade abuses of the United States, so uh, it also uh, a, a very big development is going to uh, force Canada and Mexico to start abiding by uh, the uh, the intellectual property and patents on. Um, prescription drugs. Up until now, the United States uh, market has paid for the research and development for these drugs, and then Canada and Mexico have just produced them without uh, uh, enforcing those, uh, those patents uh, so that we, the American uh, consumer, was, was in, in effect subsidizing the prescription drug uh, benefit for Canada and Mexico. We were paying for all of the uh, research and development uh, while they benefited from it uh, without having to, to pay for that, uh, those costs. So the free traders have been proven wrong once again. You'll recall when uh, Trump came in, they said that this, uh, this couldn't be done, that uh, the, uh, our trading partners would not come to the table. Uh, they criticized him for implementing tariffs uh, to bring them to the table. And, uh, and once again, they've been proven wrong. They knew they were wrong. They were just lying to you. Um, so all of this uh, now puts China uh, in a very weakened position. Uh, the United States has consolidated its uh, trading agreement with our partners and protected the markets uh, in North America. Um, we have uh, we've got European uh, the, the European trading partners to agree in principle on uh, on reforming their trade abuses. Uh, we've signed trade agreements with South Korea, another major Asian Pacific uh, manufacturer, and now um, Japan is uh, is coming to the table as well. So China uh, now knows that the United States is serious about uh, their trade abuses, and uh, and in fact they have made moves to try to make concessions to the United States um, in in their uh, their tariffs on uh, on our goods. Uh, intellectual property is the major issue uh, with China. 
Uh, they ignore entirely American patents and copyrights and take from the United States uh, almost as much in intellectual property and, and, uh, and those um, values as they do in direct uh, trade deficit. I think the number is about $400 billion a year they're taking from the American economy by stealing uh, our intellectual property. Trump also demonstrated during this, uh, these negotiations that he doesn't try to uh, punish his political uh, enemies uh, in these, that his, his only concern is the bottom line for the American economy. And he did that by, uh, by securing um, protections for the NFL, which he's been at war with over their abuse of the national anthem and the flag. Uh, now, uh, when NFL games are televised in Canada, uh, they're not going to be required to play the same commercials as they do in the U.S. They'll be able to open those markets advertising from Canada, uh, which Canada had blocked. As well, uh, he, uh, he got concessions uh, for the wine industry um, that, has, uh, that Canada has been protecting uh, their domestic wine industry and freezing out uh, the... Um, uh, the wine makers in California and, and New York, um, he, uh, he made sure their interests were uh, taken care of. So in, again and again, Trump is defying these characters, these uh, caricatures of him and, uh, and really just uh, behaving as a, uh, a CEO would. Uh, the United States is his, uh, his company, and he's the CEO that's looking after his interests. Now, these, um, these negotiations that we're entering into with China, although uh, Trump has softened them up, are going to be much more difficult because the entire Chinese economy is basically organized around uh, taking advantage of, uh, of the, uh, the globalists in America's uh, thirst for cheap labor. And, uh, and our trade deficit uh, with, with China hovers between four and five hundred billion dollars a year, and uh, and China has become addicted uh, to to those uh, to those revenues. China has in fact converted itself from a sort of a back world developing uh, economy into a major economic and military superpower based almost entirely on uh, on the trade deficit with the United States. So our geniuses in the foreign policy and economic arena in Washington, D.C., have, in fact, created military and economic competitor uh, for the United States at our own expense. So um, this is a, a, a great development for American workers. You would think that the American labor movement would uh, would finally, at long last, get on board with the Trump administration and, and sing its praises, but uh, with the exception of uh, the steel workers uh, and some uh, nice words from the auto workers, the rest of the labor industry continues along its, uh, its newfound role as social justice warriors and are refusing to, uh, to get on board the Trump train. Um, if labor had any sense... They would uh, they would uh, do away with their single party devotion to the Democrats, and uh, and show them that their votes are in play uh, by supporting the Trump administration with a full throat, um, openly and uh, and enthusiastically. But they won't. 
because uh, the labor movement has been hijacked, basically, uh, by um, identity politics, the Democrat Party, and social justice warriors. Their ranks and their operatives have been infested with, uh, with these, uh, these people whose last interest, really, is, uh, is labor representation. So um, you'll read in the media that this, uh, this new agreement, this USMCA, um, is, is not a big deal and that uh, the Trump administration is overhyping it. Um, you just need to remember that these are the same people that are trying desperately to ignore this uh, roaring stock market that's restoring people's pensions and retirement plans, um, this, uh, this historically low unemployment rate that is putting people back to work. And because of the competition for labor is creating uh, the highest wage increases in almost a generation. Um, and, uh, and the Trump administration is, is marching on while, uh, while the, uh, the mainstream media focus on, um, on, uh, the, the salacious and, um, and really, um, this uh, dehumanizing uh, smear against Judge Kavanaugh and his family. I have no doubt that by tomorrow we will be back on the Kavanaugh story. The the FBI is um, expected to release its um, updated background investigation on Judge Kavanaugh either uh, late today or early tomorrow. And, of course, we'll have to talk about it more then. But uh, in the meantime, today is a great day to step back and look at the big picture and the the great uh, accomplishments uh, that the Trump administration is achieving on behalf of the American people. So we'll talk to you then. Oh, if you like this show, please uh, share, like, and comment. And if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our channel so that you'll get updates. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Haverty's Furniture is here to help you get your home all set for the new year so you can set the stage with more style, set the bar more beautifully, and set a more show-stopping table. Let's set some time aside to settle in on a new sofa together because being at home shouldn't mean having to settle for less. And Haverty's Furniture can help you start the new year off right at their holiday savings event so you can create the perfect setting. And right now, everything's on sale store-wide. 